Hello and welcome to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discusses everything healthcare. I am your host, Sean Needham, along with my guest today, Rhonda Burbank, and my wonderful producer, Lindsay. Um, today we are streaming in our hotel from beautiful Eugene, Oregon. It's great to be out here. The weather's awesome. Um, just talking to Rhonda today. She's a local here, been here for years, and you know, you're an hour away from the coast and you're an hour away from the mountains. It's a, it's a be- beautiful here. So glad to be here. Nice weather. Um, we're going to be talking about Rhonda's weight loss journey today, and it all started um, when she had a hysterectomy. Uh, 20 some years ago when she was younger and I'll let her go into the details of that. Um, you can see the name of the podcast and you know, it's, it's how hormone changes can really affect your weight. If you remember our show from Monday, uh, Janet and I, we talked a lot about thyroid and then we went into other hormones and how that can affect your weight. Well, hormones in general, you know, they, they are in sifting together. So it's not just one hormone that can affect your weight necessarily. It's, it's many of them because they are meant to work together. So it's important to have a balance of those hormones. And if one or two of them are gone or out of balance, it can cause a lot of issues, including um, weight issues. So um, Rhonda, I'm going to start with you. Go ahead and tell Thank us about you. your yeah. weight loss journey. Thank you for being on. Well, thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, yeah so hormones are huge. Um, and I didn't really learn that until um, later on and I'll get to that eventually. But um, yeah, in my early 20s, um, I ended up having to have a hysterectomy, a partial hysterectomy. And later on, I had uh, my ovaries removed due to cysts on them. Um, and I didn't realize how how much the loss of those hormones was going to affect me. Um, I battled depression, um, some anxiety, uh, weight gain, which led to diabetes. Um, I started having high cholesterol issues um, and loss of self-esteem. I uh, really struggled um, a lot with trying to redefine me and who mm-hmm. I am and and what I wanted to do with life because I went from being this 120-pound cute young woman uh, to um, nearly 300 pounds by the time I was um, 48 years of age. So uh, here I am in my 50s and, you know, I've, I've lost 80 to 90 pounds and I've got a long ways to go yet. I'm, I'm not down to that 120, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, I'm getting there one step at a time. And I attribute a lot of that to my mindset, one, um, thinking differently, um, learning about horm- hormones and how they affect me and finding the right supplements that work mm-hmm. um, to help me reach the goals that I need to reach. And, and then a keto diet too, you've done yes. you've You've done a keto diet also. I started implementing the keto diet a couple years ago, off and on, um, recently back on. (laughs) It's uh, been a challenge for me in um, maintaining that keto diet, mainly because not everybody in my household wants to be on keto. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And it helps to have that in-home support. Luckily, my husband enjoys cooking, and um, he has supported me 100% in my journey, and that helps. Um, But of course um there's still ice cream up in the freezer and potato chips in the cupboard because they don't want to do the keto yeah, stuff. right 
<laughs> so um, that makes it a little bit more challenging, but I find other healthier snacks to lean on. I, I like my almonds and things good. like that. So. Well, good for you and good for you for having the mindset and, and realize that, you know, the journey's never over. I mean, I life know. is a journey and it's ongoing. You know, I think, uh, you know, I, I've talked to our listeners and viewers about my weight loss struggles and, you know, um, I still continually have to watch my weight and, you know, there are times where I'll get on the scale and I'll say, you know, uh, or I just start, not even on the scale, but I just start looking or feeling like I don't want to anymore. I just have to, you know, get a little bit stricter. So good for you for having that mindset. Now, tell us about... So how some of these diet and lifestyle issues affected you um, when you were pregnant with your um, third um, child, you had gestational diabetes, is that correct? Yes. So tell um, me about that. That's when um, my weight gain really hit, um, was during that pregnancy. Before that, I lost the weight rather quickly after having mm -hmm. my first two kids. Um, of course, I was walking a mile a day over to mom's house, so <laughs> that helped. <laughs> but um, with my son, when... Um, I was pregnant with him. I was about six months along. I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes. At that point, I was gaining rather rapidly during the pregnancy um, to the point that um, by the eighth, seven and a half months along, I was nearly 300 pounds with that pregnancy um, and looked like I was carrying triplets. Wow. <laughs> and I wasn't even full term yet. They went in and they did an amniocentesis to remove some fluids because um, I was having trouble breathing. I was getting difficult to walk. And they it threw me into an early um, delivery. So mm -hmm. we ended up doing an emergency C-section. I was uh, about... 38 weeks with him and they he was born nine pounds 10 oh no 10 pounds 12 ounces <laughs> and um so a big baby he was a he was big early. baby he yeah. was very early they said he was the biggest preemie they had in the right. NICU and he was doing everything a preemie did only he was huge <laughs> he yeah. looked like a pin cushion you know you pop him in you know with a, a pen and, and he would literally explode is what it looked like um he was so bloated. Uh, so it was getting dangerous for him yeah, and, and for myself sure. both. And so it became a, a need to do that emergency um, C-section. Now, has that caused um, any health issues in him later on in life? Um, not yet that we've okay. noticed. Yeah. He's, he's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> he is a big man now. Um, and, you know, I'm sh we, we watch. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Luckily, um, no diabetes for him. Good. Um, just Good. overweight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems to be the norm for the men in that side of the yeah. family. So um, tell me a little about, they, they started you on hormone replacement therapy and you couldn't tolerate it. Is that correct? Yes, that is true. Um, after my hysterectomy, they started me on hormone. Um, I want to say it was, uh, I can't remember the name of it. But I do know that it affected my liver count, mm -hmm. and so they took me off of it. Okay. And so I went through early menopause at a very young age, and um, that affected my hormones terribly, um, sent me into a deep depression. Um, and um, I thought, you know, maybe it was all mental health issues. I just needed to go through counseling, and yeah. that would take care of it. Antidepressants, I was taking all kinds of antidepressant medications to try and balance things. And, you know, for a little while it would work, but then I'd have to add more because mm -hmm. it wasn't working very well. Um, 
And finally, oh gosh, in 2015, I started on Cymbalta because at that point I wasn't just depressed. I was having some immense amount of pain, um, the physical pain mm -hmm. from being overweight all the time. Yeah. The joints ached, um, nerve pain. I was starting to have neuropathy from things and from the diabetes um so i started the cymbalta and that really helped with the nerve pain and the depression but then in 2017 i lost my job <laughs> and i lost my insurance and with that came excuse me i get a little emotional talking mm -hmm, about this mm -hmm. with that came um withdrawals yeah. from not being able to take medications i couldn't afford them and um I I was really contemplating taking my life at that point. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't share that with a whole lot of people um, within my source, but I'm pretty sure, you know, my husband probably had the hints and the keys mm -hmm. and that. But um, I was miserable, and I was gaining more weight, and um, I was grieving the loss of my career, and that was really hard. Mm -hmm. And I still grieve that, I think. Um, because so much of my heart and passion was in the work that I did. Excuse me. And um, so that loss led to binge eating yeah. and more pain and more discomfort. And um, I was miserable. And my migraines were so intense and getting worse and worse. And I was trying to figure out, where am I going to go now? What am I going to do now right. with my life? And by some chance, um, a friend just happened to send me a message. How you doing? I've been thinking of you a lot. Um, I've been, it's been on my heart to pray for you. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. It's so sweet that you would think of me like that. And then she shared with me this coffee that she had been using. And I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> and so she wanted to send me a sample. Mm -hmm. So I said, oh, okay, send me a sample. Well, I got the sample and it sat on my table for a while before I tried it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll be honest. You know, I, part of me was anxious and yeah, about trying so much skepticism over all of these supplements that I had tried over the years. Nothing had worked. Yeah. Why would this work now, you know? So I read up a little bit more about it, and then I got this horrible migraine again, and I thought, here we go again, another migraine, three, four days in bed, I'm sure it's going to wow. be terrible, and uh, I remembered the coffee, and I thought, well, I'll try it. <laughs> I had heard some caffeine help, so, you know, I'll try it. <laughs> I had actually sworn away from caffeine and told myself I wasn't going to drink any more caffeine, but here I am, I'm drinking this coffee, and... I kid you not, within an hour, I was up, dressed, ready to go shopping. <laughs> that is unheard of yeah. with a migraine for me. It usually takes a whole day after a migraine to just recover. I called it a migraine hangover. <laughs> yeah. And um, I had energy to boot all day long. I was cleaning. I was doing laundry. I went shopping. Uh, 
came home and I just started bawling my eyes out. I could not believe how good I felt. And I couldn't figure out what, what was in this coffee that would do this for me. And um, so I quickly messaged my friend. I said, what is in this? I need more. Make sure I don't run out. I don't want to ever run out. And um she messaged me and said, you know, it helps with your body's hormones. It, it helps stimulate your body's hormones so they go to work for you. And it has no tropics in it, so it helps you cognitively and gives you motivation. And I was like, really? <laughs> so I'm studying more all of a sudden about these nootropics and, and the stuff that's in this coffee. And I said, this is amazing, and I need more. <laughs> so um, she hooked me up. And um, I've been promoting it ever since. Uh, I've been taking it. I've not gone a day without it because I'm terrified of those migraines coming back. Yeah, but right. I can tell you now, here I am over two years later, and I've not had one single migraine. Yeah. And um, I have been positive and uh, with my journey, and it's really given me the motivation I need to keep going awesome. each day. And, um, yeah, to have the serotonins, endorphins, oxytocin, dopamine. and dopamine mm -hmm. all working for me. Yep. They call it dose. <laughs> yeah. All working for me. And on my side, um, I've been able to function again and get in that right mindset so that I can reach the goals that I need to reach in life. And um, so that's been really, really a big thing in my life so um well thank you for sharing your story and yeah. i and um i appreciate you letting your emotions out i know <laughs> these things can be very emotional <laughs> they um, are. yeah and um i'm definitely glad you decided to to change your life now what was the motivating factor what was the the straw that broke the camel's back you went to a doctor I one did. time my doctor who i'd seen since my 20s i went to see him in 2012 and he told me, you know, well, actually, yeah, he told me, you have 10 years. I give you 10 years, and you, you won't last. At that time, you were years. how old? I was um, 42. 42. He said you had 10 years to live. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a wake-up call. And that huh? hung over my head for the yeah. longest time. I kept telling myself, 10 years. And here I was, um, after losing my career, thinking, okay, I've only got a few more years left. What am I going to do? <laughs> you yeah. know? And, and with that mindset, you're just going to go under. So I had to get out of that um, way of thinking. And I, a lot of doors opened when I discovered how, through this coffee, my hormones were so messed up. And when my journey really began was way back when I had my hysterectomy. Right. And um, it just opened a whole new um, window for me and a, a new door to walk through and a new vision um, of myself and who I am and where I'm going to go with my life. And um, if this can help me, it can help other people. And, you know, I'm all about wanting to share health and wellness. And if I can't do it in the social service field, by golly, I'll find another way to <laughs> right, do it. Right. <laughs> so. so at the time when you went to that doctor, you had diabetes. Tell us a little bit about, you shared some of the numbers, your hemoglobin A1C. Oh gosh, yeah, my A1C was a 10. And, um, it and was, what should a normal A1C be? And you want your A1C ideally in the six point um, range or lower. Um, you know, not too low, but there's a window there. Um, mine is right now at a 6.6, .6, which is the best it's ever been. Um, it was 
at the highest of 10. I think it was um, about almost six months after I started my coffee, it went down to a 7.0. I mean, that's how drastically it changed with just changing one, my coffee in the way I ate because at the point I was on keto. And um, so it really started lowering my blood sugars. Um, unfortunately, the only thing that hasn't changed for me um, with getting the diabetes under control is the neuropathy. Um, it's probably permanent. And I don't know that there's anything that can reverse that. I've, I've got some supplements I'm trying right now to see if those will help re- reverse that. But I haven't found anything yet to reverse that. Well, so. and that's, that's one of the problems with neuropathy is a lot of times um, it is not reversible right. in diabetics. So yeah. um, that's why it's important to not let it go too long. Right, and right. <laughs> this doctor you said that, that gave you 10 years to live, and that's kind of the, the, where you really felt in the back of your mind that you wanted to make changes. He supported the keto diet. He knew a little bit no, about it. No, I, he did not. That, he actually did not. Um, I actually ended, he retired and I had to find me another doctor and which has been great. My new doctor is fabulous. He supports the keto diet, healthy living. Um, he himself is on keto. Okay. And so that helps. I get a lot of great yeah, tips and right. support from him. Um, so, um, yeah. He's fabulous. I, I really enjoy working with him. So when you first tried HRT and these, um, the, your initial hormones didn't work, um, did you, you know, your liver enzymes? So just for yeah. our viewers, our viewers and our and our listeners, um, oral um, HRT can sometimes cause elevated liver enzymes in some patients, and um, some patients, you know, can't tolerate it for that reason. Um, there are other options. You can do topical HRT, right. either a patch or, you know, a cream like we can compound up in our pharmacy. Did they give you any of those options at all? No. Uh-uh. Um, right after that, he just decided to stop because I was also taking the cholesterol meds, mm-hmm. which also affect the liver. And yeah. almost anything that you take anymore affects your liver it as can. far as pharmaceuticals. It's either your liver or your kidney. Something's yeah, going right. to get affected. And so for me, it was my liver. And they did some imaging in my liver and decided, you know, we're not going to risk it. We're not going to put you on anything um, because you need your statins. And at that time, I, I needed it more. Um, and I still do, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my goals is to get off my statins. And once I get my uh, back on keto and, and I stay focused on, on that healthier lifestyle and lose a little bit more weight, I'm pretty confident I'm going to be able to get off of those statins. And that's one of my goals. Yeah. So at, at, at your maximum weight, how many medications were you on? Oh, gosh. I think I was on... <laughs> Give me a minute. Eight. Eight, eight medications. Yeah. And now how many? Just medi- one. And now you're just on one medication. Yeah. So one pharmaceutical medication. The rest is all supplements. Yeah. So you changed by changing your lifestyle, you got off seven different medications. Yes. And you're pretty sh- confident that if you keep on keto and get yeah. strict again, you can get off the statin. Yes, yeah. that's my goal. What a, and how are your liver function tests now on your statin? You know, I haven't honestly had a liver function test in about five years. Oh, okay. So I'm curious, yeah. you know. Um, my last test and imaging showed I had a fatty liver. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said I'm probably going to just keep having that <laughs> as long as I stayed overweight. Yeah. So, um, But that's all it showed. 
So. So recently you had a little bit of a setback um, in April. Yeah. Will you tell us a little bit about that? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I lost my mama at the end of April. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Thank you. It sent me in a really bad place mentally. My mindset wasn't very good at all. And um, we all grieve differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My sister, bless her heart, she um, got into working on the house and getting it together for uh, putting it up for rent for renters. And um, she did a lot of the busy work. And I'm in the background trying to be this cheerleader, <laughs> trying to cheer everybody on like I do, and trying to keep it together for everybody in the family and um, encouraging them and lifting them and neglecting myself. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm in the back corner eating gallons of ice cream and eating chips and trying really hard um, to be that cheerleader and gaining a little bit of weight. And um, I decided, you know, I need to get refocused again. I need to get away and get refocused and regroup and um, find myself again and get right back on that healthy mindset. And, you know, weight loss, like you said, is a roller coaster. And, you know, I had gained after losing mama in just a little over a month. I had gained like 25 pounds. Just binge eating at night, you know. So um, I have spent some time the last couple of weeks just working on me and rebuilding myself back up. And so um, the timing of this couldn't have been better. Um, so this week I actually have lost another five pounds. Oh, good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> so, thank you. And that's just by changing my mindset again, yeah. thinking, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get back into my keto. I'm going to exercise. I'm up every morning, walking the dog. We're um, eating my eggs and avocados for breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, in evenings, avoiding those snacks after 7 o'clock. And just, you know, the snacks, you know, if I choose to snack, it's going to be something like almonds or pork rinds or something yeah. that fits along the keto, keto ra- diet mm-hmm. rather than, you know, that ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is up in the freezer, and I haven't touched it. Wow, good for <laughs> so you! You got, more will, really good. you got more willpower than I do. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I just can't have that stuff in the house. But mm-hmm. yeah, in you know, um, life is full of ups and downs, and you're gonna uh, fall off the wagon. They say from time to time, and you just need to know, you know, it's okay. You're gonna right. heal. You get back up on it yep. and start going again, and you know that's I told you earlier today, um, I I got on a horse for the first time in 35 years. Oh, wow. You, you get in those mindsets, um, oh, I can't do this anymore because I'm overweight. And, you know, a horse is a thousand pounds. They don't care how much you weigh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, got, I caught up on that horse, and I rode, and I felt so free today. Good and That's um, awesome. So, you know, you just got to... Tell yourself you you can do things. Um, take can't out. Yeah. Um, because you can. So you're basically telling me that you kind of um, you're an emotional eater. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of us are. Stress. I, yeah, I think it's a reminder that um, we had somebody on our podcast, and he would say, 
um, in order to fix our bodies, we have to fix our brain. Right. Exactly. And, and it's just, I think that's just totally true. Yeah. Um, you know, so your story kind of hits home with that, with that theme. Yeah. So now you, in the future, you have some, you have a goal of doing something soon. What is that? Yeah, so my goal, <laughs> I have huge goals. Uh, I've got a bucket list. Good for you. Good for <laughs> I you. do. But uh, with each uh, weight goal that I reach, I celebrate. Um, my next weight goal um, is to uh, be able to go skydiving. Awesome. <laughs> so, awesome. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. We live so near, um, I believe it's Cresswell. You, Cresswell or? Corvallis, one of those two locations, they do skydiving. So I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> That's super exciting. That's super exciting. So, um, what what you know in the last few minutes here, what are what are your parting words, Rhonda? And you know, what would you like our viewers and listeners to to know about about your story and about how you can inspire them? You know, um, you're not going to get that perfect body that you had when you were 19 or 20 back, and it's okay. Right. It's okay. Be true to yourself and um, know that, you know, if, if you're staying honest to yourself and honest um, um, with your goals, uh, make sure that they're reachable. You can you can reach the goals that you want to reach um, and let go of the past because that's what it is. It's the past. It's there for a reason. Look forward to today and uh, and tomorrow and stay focused on on the here and now well, well thank you Rhonda, for being with us today and being on our podcast i you've inspired me and hopefully our viewers and listeners thank have been you. inspired um you know and just thank you for being real and sharing your story well, thank you like, for having me yeah. i appreciate it and if anybody's interested in learning more about our um products that we take for our, our hormones feel free to send me a message um uh, be happy to share it with you. Perfect, perfect. So you uh, can listen to our podcast. This is our midweek podcast with Rhonda Burbank today. Our midweek podcast varies from Wednesday to Friday, depending on our guest schedule. But you, we are streaming live on Facebook and the uh, my personal Facebook and the Moses Lake Professional Pharmacy YouTube site. We are also on most of the podcast forums, so iTunes, SoundCloud, um, Google Play, all those podcast forums. So go to those forums, please. Like our YouTube page, um, comment, um, let us know what other topics you would like to hear. Um, you do not want to miss Monday's show. Monday, as always, we stream 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are going to have Spike Cohen on. He is the vice presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party for President of the United States. I'm super, super excited to have him on. He is um, the VP candidate running with Joe Jorgensen, who is a presidential candidate, obviously. And I'm super excited to have him on. We are going to be talking about the politics of healthcare and some of the fixes. It goes along well with my book. Uh, it's one of the reasons I, I'm having Spike on, because we're going to talk about my book a little bit. My book is called Sickened, How the Government Ruined Healthcare and How to Fix It. And a lot of the ideas I heard him talking in a podcast I was watching of his, um, an interview I was watching of his, his ideas are very similar to what, what are in my book. So you do not want to miss that. Uh, um, you know, tune in, tune in Monday, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for viewing. Um, you've been listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you so much. Yeah.